Welcome to episode 74 of BTB. Today we have our special guest, Beck Hibbard, who we are so excited to interview. She is our brand new national marketing director within our team, otherwise known as NMD for short. And Beck is our eighth NMD. Oh my gosh, I'm having such a pinch me moment right now. And we have a little bit of a tradition that anytime someone reaches the pinnacle position in our company within our team, we get to interview them on the podcast. So we are so thrilled to share Beck's story with you because it is seriously so inspiring. Beck has been a part of our company for three and a half years. And you'll hear Beck talk about why she said yes to this. I'll leave that one for you to listen to but a really funny story about Beck was that she was a total skeptic when it came to network marketing in fact she was one of those people online who used to pay people out about doing network marketing so that is a really funny story that she shares later on in the episode and she talks about the reason why she said yes was because she just hit her rock bottom so with a baby in tow uh, her husband left her And not only did that happen, but her world started to crumble around her where she had to go bankrupt. She had to have her home repossessed, her car repossessed, and she was made redundant from her job all in a space of a couple of months. And so this business is what she calls her saving grace. And it is so inspiring to hear about how she never used any one of those things as an excuse about why she couldn't be successful or why she couldn't do this business. Instead, she used it as fuel to her fire to make magic happen. And that is exactly what Beck has created. She has such an incredible team who are a team of absolute rock stars. She is a beautiful leader. She shows up like no one else. And it is seriously so, so inspiring to watch, but it is even more inspiring to listen to. So you are going to absolutely love this episode. Make sure you have a notepad and pen because she drops so much gold around what she had to change in her life to make this business work and go next level. She also talks about some of her biggest mistakes and she also talks about some of the things that she had to implement to really get things going. So without further ado, we are so excited to introduce to you our beautiful NMD, Beck Hibbard. What if we could show you how to create an additional income stream that feels inspiring to you and leverages not only of your passions, but your zone of genius? Head over to babesinbusiness.net forward slash side hustle to download our free side hustle guide, a 40 page guide where we help you not only come up with your business idea, but help you set your rate, find your potential customers, help make your first few sales, come up with your point of difference and Ensure you have a profitable business that you can scale to create a life and career by design. Babes Talking Business, our podcast, is the sister brand to Babes in Business. It's our passion project geared towards female entrepreneurs, professional women, side hustlers, those with a day job, and those full-time mamas striving to build their empire on the side, whether it's a traditional or non-traditional business, investments, startup, companies, or online social media influencers. Our podcast is a safe place where women can be vulnerable, honest, and tune in to be educated and supported to learn about the ins and outs of business, the highs and lows, and feel comfortable to talk about finances and multiple streams of income, along with the lingo that often comes with it that intimidates and prevents a lot of us women from approaching these subjects altogether. 
We not only mentor and encourage fellow entrepreneurs tuning in to build their own successful businesses, but teach them how to build confidence in themselves, reconnect with their why, let go of jealousy, and ultimately learn the power in connection because at the end of the day, that is what life and business is all about. This is a no BS podcast where we are committed to showing you what really happens behind the scenes of businesses' pretty highlight reels. So you can be reassured you are not the only one in the trenches and we can hopefully empower you with ideas on how to run your life and business in a way that feels energizing, inspiring and authentic to you and your mission. We are your hosts. I'm Shani Thompson, and one of my biggest passions and missions in life is to revolutionize the way that women create abundance, to show you you can really have it all and create your next level, wildest dreams whilst being in a total state of ease and flow. I'm a blogger, a coach, and mentor to thousands of women around the world, a professional network marketer, a course creator, and above all, I'm just your everyday girl next door. And I am Lauren Kerr. I'm a published author, life and mindset coach, and professional network marketer. When I was studying my psychology degree, I stumbled across the term life above zero, which became my personal and professional mission to inspire others to create a life that they love instead of just settling for mediocrity and just doing what society expects you to do. I love helping women find clarity and fulfillment in their lives, relationships, and careers. So... On that note, let's talk business. Oh my gosh. I'm going to sing a song about this. This is my favorite type of podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite type of podcast when we have a brand new NMD national marketing director in our team. We have a little tradition on BTB that we interview them. And today we have the amazing Burke Hubbard. Yay. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so honored to be here. Like literally I have been listening to these podcasts ever since you guys started them, what, like three and a half years ago, a really long time. So it feels an honor to finally be on. It's pretty cool interviewing you girl. Like what the hell? Pinch me moment. It's been so cool watching your journey too, because you've got such a powerful story. Like I'm actually so excited for people to hear the story behind your face because a lot of people recognize your face they follow your social media the girl with the pink hair but you've got there's so much depth and hunger behind what you've created and every time I hear your story I'm like more people need to hear this and there's so many people which I know after this episode will be like I have no excuses anymore (laughs) I've got nothing left to leave I live back and do it I can do it so I'd love to let's like rewind all the way back before you came across network marketing, the profession, what were you doing for work? And did you ever see yourself wanting to start a business or be an entrepreneur? Mm, Yeah. So back before I started, I started in 2018. But before that, I was working in um, construction as a project manager. And I had a lot of experience around that. And so when I like 
initially heard of network marketing and working online and being an entrepreneur, I first of all thought that the network marketing profession wasn't real. I just didn't think it was a thing. I was like, there's no way it's a thing. And I was completely skeptical due to my own fault. You know, I didn't get my questions answered. And when you're a skeptic, it's just because you don't have enough information and you haven't asked the questions. So that was purely like my fault. And then in regards to entrepreneurship, no, I never thought like I thought that people that were entrepreneurs, that they were some sort of like special breed of human, you know, like, you know, these people that had to be really smart, they had degrees at uni. And I was none of that. I dropped out of high school at 15 um, when I was kicked out of home. So I literally had no experience. You know, I only finished grade 10 in high school. And so I just, yeah, I was like this, how could I fit this idea of a network marketing profession, you know, working within that and being an entrepreneur, it was pretty wild. And when you joined, like when you finally did say yes, what was the reason? Like, what was it that made you look at this seriously and go, you know what, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, definitely. So I had my daughter back in 2016. And so at the end of 2016, and when she was four and a half months old, I had to return to full time work. I planned on going part time. But what I didn't realize is that maternity leave here in Australia pays like minimum wage. And so I was really comfortable on a cushy, nice income. And then going backwards financially, you know, whilst being on maternity leave, we got further and further in debt, like credit cards started piling up, and we were just suddenly sinking in all the this debt and kids are expensive, which they don't tell you like nappies, you know, all the furniture, everything adds up to build the nursery. And so we were paying things off on afterpay and zip pay. And um, I went back full time. And my mum, I was you know, blessed enough that my mum could look after my daughter for a few months, but my mum become quite ill one day suddenly. So I had to put my daughter pretty much instantly in daycare when she was seven and a half months old. And she wasn't even walking at that stage. She was really tiny. And so every single morning when I would drop her off, like we would leave the house at 7am, sit in almost an hour's worth of traffic. And then I would drop her off and I would literally walk into her kindy room. And the moment that I would open like the door, she would just cling on to me and start screaming. Like, like no one had been near her, no one touched her, like she was just screaming as if someone was hurting her. And it's like she knew, like she didn't want to be taken away from my mom and I didn't want to be taken away from her, but I felt I was backed into a corner and I didn't have a choice. So I would literally just sit in my car each morning and just cry and cry. And then I would, you know, dry my eyes and pretend that everything was totally fine when I would go to work. And so I asked my boss, you know, bear in mind, we were financially not good. So I asked my boss, can I just like, you know, finish work a few hours shorter? Or could I just, you know, get rid of a Friday? And he said, I'm sorry, Beck, but we don't do, you know, part-time roles here. It's just full-time. And so I settled. And when my daughter turned one, I remember it really vividly. I was sitting at my work desk. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon and I got this email notification from Kindy just updating as to what the kids had been up to for the day. And I opened the email and there was a photo of my baby and she was like walking and I was devastated. Like literally my heart broke. I was I was just like, how could I miss that moment? How could I miss that moment? Like I wasn't there to catch her if she was to fall. Like what if she was to fall and face land? I wouldn't catch her. Or I wasn't even there to hug her and say, congrats, I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. Like someone else was there. And so that really broke me. However, again, it's like I felt like I was having to choose between, you know, time with my daughter and no money or money and no time with my daughter. It just, there wasn't one or the other. And so I stuck it out. Um, I 
back then I'm very different to what I was now. I was just very like, go do my nine to five, clock my hours. I didn't like change or anything like that. So in my mind, it was scarier trying to look for something else. And, you know, it was more, I would just sit in my pain. So I did that for a little while longer. And then two days before Christmas, my employer, he called all of the the office staff into his office and he said, hey, the company's closing. You're now being made redundant and go pack a box. (laughs) And so here I was, I'd gotten my wish of becoming, you know, a stay-at-home mom, but where's the income? Like I can't, we could not be without an income. Now, because my experience was in construction, the construction industry shuts for around three to four weeks with Christmas. So it, you know, there was a period of time where I could not find work within my field. And so that's when I seen this opportunity pop up again. I seen it six months before and I was like, nah, no, not for me. And I seen it pop up again and I thought, Beck, you have nothing to lose. Like you've lost so much already and you're going backwards what are you going to do about it? And so, yeah, that's when I got my questions answered. And I just seen that with what people were doing, they were just ordinary people. And I'm like, if they can do this and become successful and achieve the extraordinary, why can't I? And so that's how I come across this. When you came across it, did you jump in straight away? Like, did you have any hesitations or because you were just like so desperate, you're like, I'm going to throw everything at this thing and actually treat it like a business? Or what was your initial energy coming into the business? Yeah, I totally just jumped right in. So the first time when I seen it six months before, complete skeptic, no, not for me, go away, you weird people making Wi-Fi money, like literally not for me. And then the second time I was like, I am just going to literally do every single thing that my mentor tells me to do. I'm going to do all of the training and I just dove right in and I just started to do the most. And yeah, I'm an all or nothing type of person as it is. So if I say I'm going to do something, I'm just going to do it. Crazy. And so are you building this up? Did you plan on just coming in and then getting a job around it? Or were you like, I'm going to build this so I don't have to go back to work? Like, or were you just like, I'm just going to give us a go and just see what, what happens? Yeah, it was funny because when I said yes to this, I actually landed a temping job at a school. And so I worked the both. And so I landed this temping job and then I spent my one hour a day building my business. So I managed to build the both, which was absolutely incredible. And it was really good because it just gave me that extra income, you know, whilst having my daughter with me at home, you know, she would watch a movie and I'd be there working on my business beside her on the couch, or she'd be having snacks and I'd be there, you know, posting a photo or something about the business model. So it was the perfect combination that I was able to do both. And I didn't have to go back to full-time work because my business paid me like a part-time income. I want to talk about like what happened then when after you said yes, because you joined this business and you were like all gung-ho. Like we were like, oh my God, who is this Beck chick? Oh my goodness. She was just crushing it. You were incredible with customers and you were just like so coachable and you were on the trainings, you were doing all the things. But I, I feel like there was this moment, like you definitely got to a point in your business where you were like, I remember having a conversation with you where you're like, I can't move forward. Like what's happening here? Like, what am I doing wrong? And then we had gone to Vegas for GoPro and things just changed for you. I feel like, was it like 18 months ago? Do you think two years ago? I don't know the exact date, but something shifted. Like you were plodding along, What you were doing well, like you were just doing it. But then I don't know, pivotal moment. I want you to explain it to everyone because you just like 
went next level. Like you turned it up and you just brought the big guns. And I think that's when your momentum really just started to skyrocket. So maybe let's talk about that. Um, I'd love for everyone to hear about what happened for you. Totally. So I joined the business in February 2018 and I was married. I had been with my husband, you know, for nine years and we were married for 11 months. And after I joined, you know, our marriage completely broke apart come June. So here I was left to be a single mum. And throughout that divorce process, I absolutely lost everything. Like my house got repossessed, my car got repossessed, I moved to a different town to start fresh. And so, you know, with my my business, I put it on the back burner. So for 2018, like I started this really strong, making really good income, a part-time wage, and um, I put it on the back burner. And so 2019, no fault of, you know, all the fault of my own, I should say, I wasn't taking it seriously. And I was too focused on boys being newly single. I was too focused on, you know, partying and alcohol and having a social life. And I wasn't treating it with the same respect. And I wasn't showing up for it as, you know, my CEO self. And so what happened, my business backslid hugely, like hugely. And I have never, ever been in a position ever since getting kicked out of home at, you know, 16, I never, ever asked my dad for money or help financially. I was always, you know, capable. And I remember, you know, it was 2018, no, sorry, 2019. Yeah, 2019, after we got back from Vegas and I was completely flat broke, couldn't even afford my rent. And I called my dad crying and I said, hey, I never do this, but I need help. I need money. I need, you know, help paying my rent. And he came to my aid, which was amazing and gave me more money than I actually asked for. And that was the wake up call that I needed because because I had to really just take that ego out of it. And I was like crawling with my tail between my legs saying, hey, help me. And so when we went to Vegas, I knew that the position that I was in was really bad because of myself and, you know, the lack of showing up, the lack of decisions. And so I knew that I had the vehicle in my hand, but I needed to work it. I needed to show up and I needed to do that. And I owed it to my daughter. Like she didn't, she didn't come into this world to, you know, be birthed by someone that was failing her. Like she didn't come into this world to live a below average life, to watch her mom, you know, have her car repossessed, to watch their family home get taken back by the bank. Like she didn't sign up for that. And that wasn't fair. And I was putting her through that. You know, she had hand-me-down clothes. She was sleeping on a single foam mattress that we got from an op shop. Like that wasn't fair on her and so I was like you have to do something to change this like you have to so that's when I thought I'm just going to throw every single thing that I know possible at it and I'm going to use all my time in researching training I'm going to listen to podcasts I'm going to read books and I'm going to get around people that have been where I want to be and so that's when I was like hey Shani like work with me more and you know I was like following like all these leaders and stuff and showing up and that's when I started to see momentum build and before I know it it was like hitting this promotion and doing this and then my paycheck increased and it was just this momentum build but there was a period of time where it was just a party of one it was like me single-handedly like paddling the boat you know upstream and yeah so that's kind of where I was at and that pivotal moment was it's like I've got to do better for my baby she that's not fair to her 
Yeah, that's amazing. I remember hanging out with you at GoPro in Vegas. Was that 20, end of 2019? It was, right? Yeah, so it was like our last business trip, actually, <laughs> before the pandemic. But I'm so glad we got to do that back. Imagine if we didn't go. And I just remember you at that event and you were like, I'm here to learn. I'm a student. You just had your notepad and pen. You sat at the front. You just took pages and pages of notes. You were like, I am not going out. I am not being like staying out late. I'm going to be lining up early. I'm coming like I'm coming to learn. And you flew back to Australia from that trip, a totally different woman. Like you, I remember you came back and you're like, I'm doing a 90 day game plan. I'm not drinking. I'm not eating meat. I am not doing any Netflix. I am just like all in on my business. And that 90 day run that you did at the beginning of 2020. Just like, I feel like it created a tsunami for you because you have just had this wave of momentum behind you ever since you made that decision. And like Loz and I always talk about this on the podcast, we call it your second yes. Like you say yes to network marketing twice, I believe. The first time is when you literally like open your business and you pay your sign up fee. And then the second yes is like when you actually get it that like, I've got to go all in with this because I can literally create whatever I want. And it was just so cool to watch you. What do you think the biggest thing is that you changed within yourself when you said your second yes? Showing up differently and the way that I viewed myself before that, you know, working from home, I would show up just really half hearted. I was being not consistent and I was just you know, dressing like half the time I wasn't wearing pants. And I know that it's fun to make those memes about working from home with no pants and stuff, but that like, how can you, you know, sell a dream when you're dressed like a nightmare for real though? It's like, you know, I was showing up and my hair was dirty and I just wasn't taking myself seriously. And how can, how can someone else take me seriously? Like we work in health and wellness and I wasn't putting myself first. I wasn't following the mission. And so it's like, how could I onboard clients or who would want me to mentor them when I can't even mentor myself? So I just started making really small changes. Like I would get up early and like do my makeup and, you know, I would wear my activewear and I'd go to the gym and I would just look really, you know, presented nicely. And so it was the moment that I had that mindset shift about my business that this is an organization you're running. This is not just a hobby, you know, and we have that saying here, it's like, treat it like a hobby and it's going to pay you like a hobby. And it was paying me like a hobby. And and I knew that I wanted to pay me like a business. So that's it. CEO Beck's coming out and she's going to get paid like, you know, a CEO. So powerful. And I think, and it sounds like such a little change, but I'm sure you'd probably agree, like putting more effort into how you look, how you show up, being on time, having boundaries, being consistent. It also is so contagious with your energy and people, people gravitate towards people who are certain people gravitate towards people who know where they're going, what they're doing. And so that level of like pouring into yourself, guys, investing in personal development, doing your hair, showing up and making sure that you're actually fully present on calls. It just, it's energy is contagious. And I'm sure people, if the conversations or the work that you were doing beforehand, you're probably just getting way better results now because you're showing up as the best version of you to attract people who are like, actually, I, I want to go where Beck's going, or I believe in her vision, or I believe in her confidence because she sounds so confident and certain, which you probably didn't have previously because you weren't coming from that place, were you? No. 
Definitely not. I felt like there was, you know, an imposter syndrome because I was like, who are are you to act like this? But I knew that the more I showed up, now I don't believe in faking it till you make it. I believe in acting it until you are it. And so I would just act until I become that confident version of myself. And, you know, I was independent, fiercely independent. I knew that I couldn't, you know, be crying with my hands out saying, help me, help me. I knew that I had to take ownership and I had to find my answers to my questions and I had to steer my own ship and, you know, ask the right questions to get the right answers. So it was just a matter of me becoming more independent too. I wasn't saying to my mentors like, hey, I need you every second, every day. What would you do here? What would you do there? It was just about having common sense because again, you know, I suppose my whole mantra is CEO. Like, you know, when you're a CEO, you run the ship. You have to make those decisions. And yeah, some decisions aren't going to be great, but that's how you learn and that's how you grow. So I was really just determined from the beginning, you know, from my second yes, just to go, we're going to do this. We're going to do it independently and we're not going to be awake to anyone else and you're just going to do it on your own. We are just briefly interrupting this episode to bring to you some really exciting news. On the 4th of October, we are starting what is called a six-week glow-up and you have the chance to join us and do it alongside with us. So let us tell you a little bit about what's involved. First of all, this is a once a year event where we pull out the big guns and really help you to evolve and transform your well-being. The six week glow up is an online holistic health program designed to help you become the happiest and most inspired version of you. And this year's messaging behind the glow up is all around nourishing and nurturing yourself, full body, mind, soul, spirit. And we are so excited to do it ourselves personally. We definitely need it don't know about you guys but we are so excited to glow up after the year it has been and we're looking for people who want to do it alongside with us so let us tell you exactly what's involved and if you would love to be a part of the glow up you can either reach out to shani on instagram or lauren on instagram make sure you only check in with one of us otherwise we're both going to give you the same information so whoever you resonate with the most you can reach out to us otherwise if you have a health style emporium wellness coach that you are already in connection with, please reach out to them instead. So here's what's up. Six weeks of glowing up. You have, first of all, you have a six week meal plan and a weekly shopping list provided for you. doesn't matter what your dietary requirements are, whether you eat meat or you're vegetarian or vegan, we have got your back. You have a six-week home and gym exercise guide provided, as well as weekly online live group workouts by our in-house master trainer. You have got online classes in Veriflow, Hustle Fit, uh, Strong Nation, Strength and Tone, so many incredible online group sessions available for you throughout the glow up. You get a seven-day juice detox guide, which is totally optional. You also get six weeks of daily glow up guidance delivered straight to your phone through our glow up app you get 16 weeks access to the hsc member portal four month supply of our partner nutraceutical which you get to choose according to what your wellness goals are your very own coach to guide you through the entire holistic program and lifetime access to our private facebook group 
But if you thought that was it, it's not it. We have a different topic every single week on a holistic and well-being topic to really help elevate and educate you in some amazing topics. So we have breath work, we've got grounding and earthing. We've got how to nurture your relationships, how to nurture your mind, how to nurture your body, how to nurture your energy. And something I'm really excited about is we have a masterclass on sleep which then is followed by a seven day challenge to really help you elevate your sleep routine, your energy and transform your health. We are just so excited for this six week glow up after the year it's been, whether you've been in lockdown, whether you have had some difficult times with your well-being, really trying to stay motivated with everything that's going on around the world. We couldn't help but feel so excited about being able to not only do this ourselves, but help you guys to glow up with us at the same time. So like I mentioned before, if you would love some information on how to join us and do it alongside us, just get in touch either with your HSC wellness coach that you are already in touch with or get in touch with Shani or Luz and we'll give you all the details to get started today. Now let's get back to this episode. I want to call out like, because I know there's probably a lot of people who might be listening who may not know you and you come across and you talk so confident. Like it's probably easy to back for to say like, she's beautiful and like, but I know something that's so, an excuse I hear so many people use when it comes to network marketing is I don't want to share the business because I'm not successful in it yet. I don't have money or I don't want to share the product, for example, because I'm not a picture of health and I'm not, I'm not skinny and I'm not fit. You were the opposite of all those things. When you start, you've had a literally transformational glow up. You were financially in a really scary place and you were a lot bigger, not showing pride, not glowing in yourself or in your health and wellness. So I know a lot of women who listen to this, as much as they need, they need the profession or they need the products, but they don't want to share because they feel like they're not the picture of health, the picture of success. So what advice would you give to them? Because I know personally from my experience where you are, it's it's actually so much easier to build a business from your space and on the other end of once you've had success. So did it stop you from sharing? Did you, I know you mentioned imposter syndrome, but how did you get over it? And how did you actually start putting yourself first and sharing that journey and having pride in it, knowing you weren't where you were wanting to be yet, but you were going there? Definitely. So I literally knew that I wanted to have a glow up and I knew that it would happen. I'd seen results with what we do and I knew that if I took it seriously, if I dedicated, you know, the time to getting active and taking my supplements and eating better and like quitting the meat and all that stuff, I knew that it would happen. And so it wasn't a question of if, it was just a question of when. And we just didn't know, I didn't know how long it would take me to have that transformation, but I knew that it would happen one day. So I would openly just jump on my social media and just share as if, you know, I've noticed this health improvement today, or this has happened, or that's happened. And you're right, Lizzie, with saying that it's easier for people to join you in the early stages rather than joining you in the later stages. Because now I think when people see me, they do, they see me as that confidant, she has it all. But back then it's like, oh, she's where I am. And I know personally for me, and this is just me speaking about me, I don't align with people that have like six packs. It's not something that I want to get. I don't want to get a six pack of abs. I'm happy with my mum dumb, right? I just like to turn it a bit more. So that's where I could come from. I could say, hey, this is me, but this is where I'm 
I'm going to go. And so people would really resonate with that. A lot of the other mums were like, oh, she's just like me. Oh, she's got a really similar body type to me. Or financially, she's where I am and she's got a strong vision. So I had a strong vision and I would always talk about where I was going. You know, I was always sharing, okay, I'm going to create this and I'm going to do this. And one day I'm going to look like this. And I would, I would buy the jeans in the smaller size, you know, and I would create the vision board with the car that I wanted. So it's just a matter of having vision and, you know, going where, like knowing where I was going and then share that with people. It's so interesting you say that because um, that's something I've learned over the years that I actually, I still share my, the same story of why I joined this business from six years ago, because my story now, like what I've created is kind of, for some people, it's like unrealistic, right? So I actually, this sounds crazy, but I, I, I haven't changed my story. My story is still the same from six years ago when I joined, like the pain that I was in, why I joined, why I said yes, what I was excited about. I still share that. And I think a lot of people think they need to be successful in this industry to have people attracted to them, but it's absolutely not the case. I still share that same story from a few years ago. I don't, I don't like tell my story now because people just don't resonate with it. It's, you know, everyone wants to join someone who they resonate with and they have a similar story to. So that's my little tip today. You don't need to be successful in this to share a story about joining. So that was a good reminder. What do you think has been your biggest lesson? I know this is probably going to be hard for you because there's so many lessons in leadership, in particular in network marketing. But if you look back on your journey, what do you think was like the biggest thing for you? My biggest lesson would be consistency, like taking my foot off of my business for the whole of 2019 it put me so much further back that whenever, you know, my team are like, I'm just going to take a step back. I'm like, no, just do the minimum. Like, please don't, because I know the groundwork that it takes to get back. And it's a lot. It's like, you kind of have to do double the work. And so I always use this analogy. It's like pushing a ball up the hill, right? Like you're pushing your ball up the hill. And the moment that you let go of your ball to take a step back, it rolls all the way down the hill. So you spend half the time going back down the hill to get your ball to then push it up. So you've doubled your time just to get it to the same place when you left it. And that was me. I just took my foot off and I was prioritizing all these other things. And so I wasn't taking it seriously. And it just took so much more legwork. And I fully believe in everything happens for a reason and divine timing and it happened how it happened. But yeah, I could have, you know, had a better lifestyle for my daughter a lot sooner if I would have just went all in and stayed all in. Um, You know, I wouldn't have had to probably struggle as much, um, which is, you know, hindsight. But if I can give anyone else that advice listening to this, do not take that step back. You know, you can do the minimum and you can take some things off your plate, but just don't take that step back and be consistent and make this a priority, like you're prioritizing all these other things. If you just made your business a priority and everything else around you, you know, putting this on the plate first, then you will continue to expand it and grow. I know you talk about doing the most and then doing the minimum. And I wanted to talk about doing the most and what that actually looks like, because I know like we got a lot of mums in the team and doing the most intimidates them. So like, how do you do the most around a job and around kids? And I think 
we know and that's why I love the network marketing profession because you can make this work around no matter what you've got going on in life so what advice would you give to mums who are listening to this who are juggling it around a job do you believe you can still do the most but in small amounts of your day totally a hundred percent so with the most you know it's like that saying if you dedicate like eight hours to to clean your house you'll do it in like the last hour and you'll spend those seven hours just completely fluffing about watching Netflix you know going out and shopping but if you dedicated like if you told yourself right I have like two hours to clean my house you do it in one hour and so that's you know having a busy lifestyle or having other commitments is fantastic because you will get more out of your short pockets of time than what you you would do you know having a whole day so I totally believe that doing the most is looking okay what's important what's going to make me money we all know you know our money making activities that you do first and being more efficient because if you know that you've only got nap time or if you've only got snack time which isn't very long to do your high paying activities you are going to smash it out and you're not going to be sitting there scrolling on social media. You're not going to be comparing, you know, Susie down the road success story to your own success story. You're going to be too busy, like doing what you need to do. So I truly believe that you don't need to have all the time to run a business. You really don't. You just need to be smart. And it comes down to, you know, working smarter, not harder. Like at the end of the day, you know, you can run a very successful business by outsourcing and delegating and looking at, okay, what actually needs me? So for me, you know, getting my daughter looked after is really important because I put my business creates money to pay for her to be looked after and like, you know, hiring a cleaner. I don't need to be cleaning my house. I can outsource that to someone and my housekeeper does my washing and stuff. And no, it hasn't always been like that, especially when I was broke. Couldn't even afford a, you know, 7-Eleven coffee. But I knew that, hey, if I'm consistent and if I do all the most within these pockets of time, one day it will pay me where I can outsource and it has done that it's paid me to live a bit more of a luxurious lifestyle in the way that I don't have to clean my house and I have someone else do my washing and make my beds and whatnot yeah because I really wanted to talk and tease out time I know you mentioned even at the start when you finally did say yes like you were building this around like another job as well and a little girl and I know a lot of people sometimes that's their excuse what as much as they know they need this or what they're doing isn't working and they need more time it's also the reason why they say I can't do this because I don't have time so I love that you tease it out because as we know, and like you kind of explained, like you don't need a lot of time to do this business and get it. And especially in the first six months, if you're serious about it, it's going to take some time to get it off the ground. So work a full-time job, have a full schedule and don't let that be the reason why you say no. And because yeah, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I can't do it because of the time thing, but yeah, you don't need a lot of time to do it. I love that you've been a prime example of building it around a job and also teaching other women now how to do it around kids and around jobs as well. It's exactly what this business is all about. It's like you put the hard yards in first few years, you work like no one else can be bothered working like so that then you can literally live like no one else can. It's, it's pretty phenomenal what this industry can provide. I think especially in the last few few weeks, me personally, I've just had so much moments of gratitude for, how old am I now? 28, five years in, 23. I have so much gratitude for 23-year-old Lauren because I don't know many 23-year-olds who did what I did for 12 months. I'm just like, I'm so grateful for her 
because she's actually who set me up now to have the freedom that I have now. And yeah, it was it was the first 12, 18 months were full on. Like, and it's not so much as in because the network marketing is full on, it's full on because you're trying to make it work around a full-time job and a commute and everything else. It's not like you're spending heaps of time on this. It's just because you've got so much on else on your plate as you're building this up. But like you said, like it's not hard. It's just consistent and doing the most in the pockets of time that you have. And that's what I feel like most people struggle with. Mm. And creating like having a job is actually really good because you can pay to outsource things. So a lot of people are like, oh, I have a job, so I don't have much time. It's like, well, you can actually buy time, believe it or not, like you can buy time because what you do is you outsource and you pay for someone else's time, which gives you your time back. So, you know, like if you're a mum and stuff like that, you could hire like a nanny to help you if you're working and they can do the pickup and the drop off of schools and making the lunches and the snacks and homework, you know, or hiring a housekeeper or a gardener. So by actually having a job, it allows you to pour more into your business and more into delegation so that you can get paid more from your business so you can quit your job quicker. So it's like having a job is not necessarily a bad thing. It allows you to have more opportunity to get more juice from this, which will get you, you know, your time. So yeah, having a job is not always a bad thing. No. Also, yeah, like you said, like it allows you to invest in your business. And if you look at any traditional business, every single piece of profit that you would make in the first one to three years, at least in a traditional business, you would invest 100% of that profit back into it to scale it. So I think as well, some people have like this delusional idea that network marketing is meant to put money in your pocket straight away and you're meant to start making money straight away. It's like, well, you can have that mindset or you could literally invest in yourself, invest in your business, outsource, do the things like you said to buy back time. And it's just all part of the whole scaling process. Like I really believe that investing in your business, in particular network marketing, is just like the smartest thing you can do because it really is the smartest business model. You just have to leverage it and freaking milk it. You can make it. (laughs) I know even um, like we've seen it firsthand talking about like jobs and, and building this on the side as well that so many girls that we've seen actually get way more done in their business when they're working full time opposed to them when they replace their full-time income and they come in, they start working full-time in network marketing. And I don't know what you said before about the whole house cleaning thing. It's actually scientifically proven. It's actually, it's called Murphy's Law. So if you give yourself an hour to do something, you'll get your DM, like your high-paying activities done in an hour, which most people are doing around a full-time job. But as soon as they're like, oh, I've got eight hours a day to work on my business, it takes them eight hours a day to do what they used to do in an hour around their job and kids. So yeah, if you've got a job, guys, and that's the reason why you're not jumping into this profession, although it may, it may resonate with you, I promise you it's probably the biggest gift that you have one for the first 12 months or even two, three years while you build it, depending on how quickly you want to build it. And definitely don't be in my position where you waited because the universe, you know, I needed a plan B, right? I needed something to fall back on and I stayed within my comfort zone because I was too afraid of, you know, the pain of change, but yet the pain I was sitting in was a lot worse. And so the universe will literally throw obstacles at you. So it's up to you. You can either get ahead of the game and be like, okay, I'm going to make some changes now. I'm going to move things around and look at opportunities or you can wait until you lose your job and you completely lose all your income and you're just so behind on life but to actually take a look so take it from me you know take a look now sooner rather than later you know what though Beck? that pain made you freaking hungry girl I, I I think there's perfection in that because I really don't feel like you would have had the guts and the glory to like take this so seriously and I think I know that because I was in the same position like 
when I first started, I was in such a horrible financial situation. And because I was in so much financial pain, like I think that's what made me so hungry and like gave me the work ethic that no one else had and had me working late at night and had me doing extra. And I think as well, yeah, the the pain is what drives you. But I, I do agree, try not to get there and <laughs> try not to get to rock bottom. But I think it was pretty perfect for you. It was all meant to happen like that. <laughs> Another thing I'd love to chat to you about, Beck, because I think you're the, you've actually handled this so well, is the amount of heat that sometimes comes with the profession. I know a lot of people have misconceptions around network marketing. And I know for me, I was actually in the network, both Shannon and I were in the network marketing closet for the first 12 months. And you are so loud. Like it's taken me four, five years to be as loud as I am about the profession and be really proud of it. But you were pretty loud pretty early. And because you were so loud and confident, you got a lot of haters on your feed, which is like, I know if that it happened to me in the first six, 12 months, it would have technically taken me out. So how have you built your confidence so much in the profession and how have you learned to deal with maybe the lack of support or the people, the misconceptions that some people may have around it? Yeah. So for me, the whole getting a scam, you know, I originally thought it was a scam when I said, you know, before saying yes, I really did. And I was, I was actually completely MLM and I get a little bit ashamed to say this, but kind of not. I used to name and shame people on my Instagram that were MLM. I was, I was really not, I was not I was a troll. I was one of them. So I kind of, it's karma, right? Like I, you know, I got to pay my dues, I'll pay it to the universe, but I was legitimate a troll. And so I watched a documentary and all this stuff and I thought I knew everything, right? So I understand where people are coming from and it comes from not understanding. But for me, you know, it's not a scam. As soon as I made $1, I was like, well, clearly it's not a scam because I am making money from this. Obviously, I made a lot more than that. But as soon as I made my first paycheck, I was like, well, it's not a scam because people are making money from this. And what I did to build my belief was I just got around more people in the profession that were actually succeeding at this. And I thought, you know, if they can, I can. It was just the whole story. A lot of these people that I got around were in a lot worse positions than I was when I started. So I knew that if they could go from guts to glory like I could as well and then I would tap into every single free resource you know I could so I would listen to podcasts and books and seminars and honestly I would find you know a speaker within our profession that I loved and I would type their name into YouTube and just watch all of the free video content because I was broke I couldn't really afford to do much more than that so it's just a matter of like you only know what you know and so because of that I'm so fiercely passionate like you couldn't tell me different about our industry at all because I've done so much research I've listened to so many stories that I I know that this is the best industry in the world it really is because it's the one industry where you don't need to have a big buy-in the startup is so minimal you don't need to be an expert in any sort of field and it is an industry where ordinary people are creating the extraordinary and I'm not when I say the extraordinary I'm not you know alluding to millions of dollars yeah people create that but that could just be like having a few hundred dollars to buy your time back with your kids. Or it might be like putting a full tank of fuel in your car, creating like $60 a week from this where, you know, you're not stressing. Or it could be, I used to be the person that had to put groceries back at the checkout and it was so humiliating. My daughter watching me put groceries back, you know, and it was just awful and you know saying to the cashier and be like oh I accidentally grabbed that I didn't need that little I did need it I just couldn't afford it so for me if this profession was to give you you know an extra few hundred dollars so you could buy the groceries that you actually need like 
that's that's the extraordinary. It, it, that's the leverage. And so you can't tell me any different because I know so much about it and I've had to build my belief because I was a troll at one point in time. Did it ever shake you though? Like, do you, I know you've got, you kind of get thicker skin as you go along in this profession. I think that's just in business in general. You get a little bit more resilient as you learn the skills and have experience. But for you early on in your career, would haters shake you or if, would it take you out of the game or how would you how would you get back to it the next day or how do you deal with that when you're having a bad day? Mm, you know, every now and then it does and I won't lie, I'm human. And so if I am having a bad day or something's happened, it's just like, oh, my God, this is like the cherry on the Sunday, right? Um, so what I do is you can you, – there's all sorts of things. Sometimes I'll block and delete. If I'm having a bad day, I'll literally block, delete, and just keep going on to the next thing and the next thing. Um, sometimes if I'm just really confident and sassy, I just – I actually use um, – especially on TikTok, you can reply to comments with videos, so I use that for content. I'm like, yes, give me more content, and I, you know, reply, and I'm all sassy and funny, and I love sarcasm. I'm very sarcastic sometimes with my humor, so, you know, when someone tells me, oh, you're in a pyramid scheme on a comment I literally reply and I'm like sorry too busy to reply I'm out building pyramids in Egypt like I just get really fun with it and they they kind of off guard they're like what I didn't expect that you know so yes it does get to me sometimes but then I just remember that these people are faceless people behind a screen like why do I care what faceless people behind a screen say and it's funny because I had a recent experience where um, this person trolled me on my posts and um, he trolled me. And anyway, I ran into him in person and he, yeah, it was the funniest thing. And he'd been trolling me for a while. I ran into him in person and um, as I walked past him the first time, it was actually at his work, I had to um, do something there. He put his head down. And then I thought, you know what, this is funny. I walked back past him again and I said, I said, hello. And I said his name. I said, hello, it's great to see you. And he just went, mm-hmm. And I have not heard a single peep. And someone once said that people will easily troll you online, but they'll never say it to your face. And that moment just solidified that the trolls will never come to your face and say it. And they think they're powerful behind a screen and they'll say what they want to say. But if you were belly to belly, they would feel so small. And so why do I care what trolls are saying to me? Because they wouldn't say it to my face. I would have crapped myself. (laughs) You definitely do learn to, you know, get thicker skin over time. Like, I think I can definitely stick up for myself more now than I ever could have before. That's part of why I love this business so much because it's it's not just a business. It's personal development, it's professional development, it's spiritual development. Like you just learn so many skills, life lessons and things about yourself in this business that you literally just couldn't learn from anywhere else in the world. Like look how strong and resilient and confident and excitable you are. Like I don't think any other job or business could do that for you. (laughs) And I think it's the empathy too. Like most of us think, I think we're all the same or three of us had the same experience before network marketing. Um, We were all against it. Um, So when I, I don't know if any of this helped anyone who may be listening, but when I come across people who are anti-MLM or like, oh, you're doing one of those things, rather than getting offended 
or being like, oh, like feeling like I've got to object, manage their objections. I just am so curious because I was there too. So I get where they're coming from because I'm like, oh, I was the same. Like, what's your experience or what do you know about the profession? So I think if you come from that place of not so much feeling like these people are against you, but being like, oh, they, I, I was there too, because there's a lot of people, if you turn your back and that could be a conversation that could start, you've got three women right here who are six, seven figure earners who said no to the network marketing profession. We all said no the first time around. And we all were actually against it. So it just shows you, you might be talking to people right now who could be amazing at this, who may say no, that may turn into a yes, because and just if you hold that conversation and actually see if they're open to learning about it or seeing what their experience is rather than allowing it to shut you down. And hurt people hurt people. Like that's what that's what we have to remember is that these people are clearly hurting, you know, and so that's all it comes down to. So obviously they're just going through something and you're the easiest person for them to take it out on because, again, you're just another person online as well. Like you're just another faceless person in a crowd. So they're going to take it out on you. Um, and so that's what I tell myself all the time. I'm like, hurt people hurt people back. Like just love them and kind of leave them. Mm. You're not going to be everyone's people. well this has been the most amazing episode and it's just so cool to be able to talk to you but also share you with our community and I know so many people in the profession that will be so excited about this episode because you just like emulate and ooze this energy that is just so contagious Beck and we are just so proud of you and what you've achieved it's freaking cool watching your journey it's like I kind of love like, you know, have some popcorn. I'm always just watching. Oh, what's she doing next? Oh my gosh, she's winning more. We just want to say we love you so much and we're so proud of you and we're so grateful to have you in our community. And yeah, I just can't wait to continue watching you grow from strength to strength, girl. This is just the beginning. Thank you so much for having me. This is definitely a career highlight. I can tick this one off. I really, really appreciate it. What an amazing episode. I hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and it's empowered you to make some amazing changes and choices in your life. Don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode by giving us a five-star review. It really helps us know that we're on track with serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout out of the week. Every week on Instagram, we share one of our top reviews with our network and tag you. So be sure to leave your Instagram handle or website in the review so that we can share you with our amazing community. If you head over to the link in our bio on Instagram, you can get access to so many free goodies as well, including our side hustle guide, which helps you to understand what it is that you're truly passionate about, what you're great at and what you could monetize. You can also find both of our books there to purchase, Life Above Zero by Lauren Kerr or The Four-Year Career with Shani Thompson. Both super easy reads and incredible books to help you expand and evolve in even deeper ways. Don't forget to head over to the show notes for you to check out any of the links or books or references that we mentioned in this episode. And before we go, we just want to say thank you so much for being here, for committing to yourself and committing to being the very best version of you and for showing up for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode while you're feeling super inspired, 
go ahead and click on that share button. It really helps us to get our message out there. It also really supports our channel. And it is such an incredible thing to give to someone else. And the more you give and inspire, the more you get in return. So head over to our Instagram at Babes Talking Business to keep up with us. You can head over to our website, www.babestalkingbusiness.com. You can check out all of our other podcasts and we are sending you so much love and we will see you back here next week for another episode.